G'day you mob, Pete here, and this is another episode of Aussie English, the number one place for anyone and everyone wanting to learn Australian English. So, today I have a GOSS episode for you where I sit down with my old man, my father, Ian Smithson, and we talk about the week's news, whether locally down under here in Australia or non-locally <laughs> overseas in other parts of the world, okay? And we sometimes also talk about whatever comes to mind, right? If we can think of something interesting to share with you guys related to us or Australia, we also talk about that in the GOSS. So, these episodes are specifically designed to try and give you content about many different topics where we're obviously speaking in English and there are multiple people having a natural and spontaneous conversation in English. So, it is particularly good to improve your listening skills. In order to complement that though, I really recommend that you join the podcast membership or the academy membership at aussieenglish.com.au where you will get access to the full transcripts of these episodes, the PDFs, the downloads, and you can also use the online PDF reader to read and listen at the same time, okay? So, if you really, really want to improve your listening skills fast, Get the transcript, listen and read at the same time, keep practicing, and that is the quickest way to level up your English. Anyway, I've been rabbiting on a bit, I've been talking a bit. Let's just get into this episode, guys. Smack the bird, and let's get into it. Go for it, your story, man. My story. There you go. Oh, what have we got? Um, Victoria's new Tesla battery. In ah, this July is mine as well, yes. All right, well, I, I won't steal it from you. You no, go. No, 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 no. no, no I've, I've, I've had all the rest. So. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I can read out the the title. Victoria plans three hundred megawatt Tesla battery to help stabilize grid as renewables increase. Mm. So, new battery needs along would be one of the world's biggest. Um, I guess lithium ion batteries, yeah. and the renewable energy company. I guess it's said as Neon, Neo Wen, yeah. won the contract contract to build it near G Town. That's our nickname for Geelong. Geelong. G Town. Yeah, just north of Geelong. So um, it is going to be, it's going to have the power capacity of 300 megawatts and storage capacity of 450 megawatt hours, twice the size of that that is in Hornsdale, South Australia, which is which the is one. The first one that Elon Musk put in. That Elon Musk put in. Still yeah. one of the great political. Um, performances of all time. <laughs> We've got blackout issues because of the heat wave. I'll, f- I'll fix it. Let me fix it. Yeah. He's great like that, though. Oh, he- yeah. He'll just be like, challenge accepted. Yeah. Although he doesn't handle he didn't, he being didn't- knocked back too Oh, well. he doesn't. But he did. But he handled <laughs> this one really well. Just a little bit of background for this one. That because of the way power is generated in Australia- um, Electrical power. Electrical power. Is ge- <laughs> is, yes, not political power. Um, because of the way most of our power, electric power in Australia is generated- through uh, burning coal. Yep. We have a bit of gas and we have, depending on where you are in the country, we have a bit to a lot of hydro. Tasmania is nearly all hydro. They get topped up from Victoria if they need it. Um, we've got a bit of hydro in Victoria, a bit in New South Wales, but not much anywhere else. A uh, little bit in Queensland. But the rest is basically burning uh, fossil fuels. Gas power stations you can fire up in a few hours. Uh, coal burning power stations take Days, yeah. To fire up. So, coal burning power stations are running all the time. Uh, we're effectively wasting a lot of electricity. Because you just need them on. Because you just have to have them on. Because we have to be producing the right amount for the peak. Yeah. So, in places like uh, Victoria, where we have a small percentage, you know, it's not single digits, but it's not much more than, you know, 
10%, I don't think, of our power is produced through hydroelectricity. That hydro is turned on because hydro is instant. And this um, is the snowy snowy uh, Snowy is one, but we also have a few up near Falls Creek, yep. uh, Mount Beauty and so on. So there's a few of them around. Um, but the beauty of uh, hydro is that basically you just you know, open the floodgates, literally. Mm-hmm. The water runs downhill, turns the turbines, and you've got electricity. Thanks, gravity. So, yeah, ex- exactly. So you've got that instantly. So we use our hydro in Victoria to- uh, do the peak power. Um, so morning and evening. So, you know, breakfast time and dinner time, basically, are the peak times for uh, you know, electricity requirements in Melbourne, uh, which is Melbourne is 80% or something, 85% of the population of the state. So you're basically talking about power into Melbourne. And that works really well because we can then have the coal burning power stations running for the standard power required over the 24-hour period and the peaks we're running through hydro and there's a bit of gas that we can throw in if we have to as well. That works fine for most of the time. But then in summer, where you have a lot of really hot days in a row, people are running air conditioners. Yeah. And air conditioners are the biggest problem. Sucking uh, a lot They're sucking of a lot of electricity. And it's not just domestic air conditioners, but it'll be you know air conditioners in big yeah, big buildings yeah. Uh, in cities and so on. Yeah. Um, and we j- basically run out of electricity. Um, so we have these sort of brownouts uh, uh, and cycle through where you know, little areas are just cycle through. Well, sorry, we're going to turn your electricity off for half an hour. Um, a lot of them now are telling you that it's going to happen. Um, you know, they'll predict when this is going to happen. Uh, we're going to have a f- two forty degree days in a row, right? Friday. We're going to be turning electricity off and, you know, cycling through. So Mm -hmm. your area is going to go off for an hour in the middle of the afternoon or whatever. (laughs) Uh, Now, that's not terribly helpful for people. And so what happened, and this, there was a major power outage in South Australia uh, a few years ago where basically the whole state went down for hours. 2017. Um, And um, Elon Musk just, you know, made a typically (laughs) Elon Muskian statement and said, and just said, I can fix that. Uh, I can put a, you know, it's 150 or 160 megawatt yeah, I don't, I think batteries, like that. Um, stick them out there um, and, you know, you can just use uh, either you use the uh, extra electricity you've got overnight when you're still producing it, you don't need it. Um, you just power up the batteries or you're using renewable energy to power the batteries. Um, and the government went, Oh, all right. They called his bluff. Yeah, done. They, they just said- Do it. And he said he could do it in three months. Done. Do it. And, he, and they just <laughs> said, okay. But how much- it? it was a billion dollars or something. Yeah. And and they just said, well, you know, this is a billion dollar risk. And he just said, it's no risk because if I don't do it in three months, you get it for free. Mm. And he did it in three months. Yeah. <laughs> he turned it on. to work for Elon and Musk. the day after they turned it on- <laughs> There was a power outage in New South Wales. Yeah. South Australia didn't even know that they had actually connected this thing up to the main grid because the states, particularly Victoria, South Australia and New South Wales, share electricity grids so they yeah. can shuffle electricity backwards and forwards between them. There was this power outage in New South Wales and within a microsecond, yeah. the battery had kicked in, kept New South Wales, this little area of New South Wales running and South Australia went, oh. That's cool. Seems to be it similar works. to this. Seems to it work works. really well. Maybe yeah. we should invest in this. So it's it's great that um, yeah we're actually getting this thing. Uh, it's it's good for our region uh, because it again puts us on on the map. I think it's only going to create eighty five jobs or something in yeah. the long term. Um, uh, but 
85 jobs as 85 jobs, but they're tech jobs as well. So, you know, well, and we if need we to get be more of that in industry that sort of, yeah, exactly. and expertise, it's got to be good for us. This so, is one of those things that I'm story. sort of irritated about with, you know, us focusing so much on exporting goods, whether it's food or iron ore or coal. It's kind of like we need to be investing back in exporting knowledge. And or manufactured products that are our knowledge that has gone into producing. Yeah, exactly. So, if we spend all this time and energy on renewables and, you know, anything, just engineering, you know, India is going crazy, as you say, has the the highest number of PhDs that study engineering in the world and they effectively just outsource a lot of this stuff. Exactly. Or get it outsourced to them. Mm. You know, they're they're leveraging that that aspect of, of education and how important it is for the future. Yeah, and look, you know, if we can double up and yeah, Elon Musk, and clearly these are Tesla batteries, so yeah. they're Elon Musk's technology, but it's an Australian company that's putting it in. Um, but if we can start to leverage this sort of technology and then combine renewable energy, well, uh, I hesitate to call them renewable energy. They're not renewable. <laughs> um, solar energy and wind energy it's is not work. renewable. It's just- Can't renew it's it. It's captured energy that you yeah. effectively get for free. Yes, you've got to have the technology and the expense to capture it, but it's not renewable. You don't mm-hmm. recycle it and get it again. But uh, that aside- Passive it, energy. It gets called <laughs> renewable energy. So, I'll, I'll live with the, uh, the broader description. Yeah. Um, if we can start to develop that sort of technology in Australia, we are in- We've got more coastline than- You can shake a stick at. And you can shake. I think we're the third biggest coastline in the world. Yeah. Uh, Although Canada Canada craps on us. Canada and Russia both crap on us, but theirs is ice. No, well, theirs is islands that because- But it's all ice. Yeah, because because they they were covered in ice sheets, the ice sheets has flattened everything out. And so, you end up with lots of puddles effectively Mm. that are massive- and so, you know, to the size of cities and you end up with a lot of coastline. Right, so I think I think <laughs> Norway has the, the, the longest coastline to area ratio yeah. of any country in the world because they're a long, skinny country with lots of inlets and yeah. fjords. So, same thing, glaciation. So, yeah. Yeah, if, we can, if we can start to capture that sort of thing, uh, why we don't have huge solar farms mm-hmm. with battery technology sitting underneath them. Uh, now, this is a good example it's of, political. yes, let's build the yeah. battery thing in the first- uh, Let's build the battery stations in the first place, but then build them over the top of them. Why aren't we just planting? Because effectively, you've got this- <laughs> We're going to have- uh, it's, a, it's something like an acre of battery sitting yeah. out there. Why don't we have an acre of solar capture sitting on top of it? Uh, now, that's an mm-hmm. extra bit of technology and there'll be complications and access points and all that sort of stuff, but- they're the sort of things that I think we've got to start to do because we've got more sunlight than any place in the world. And you can shake and a stick out. Yeah, well, sticks- Maybe Saudi Arabia are probably better, some of the um, Middle yeah, Eastern but, countries. Oh, know. yeah, in terms of- <laughs> Middle, of, of sunlight. Yeah, yeah, but we've got we've got area. Yeah. Yeah, we've, we've got this thousands of square kilometres of nothing yeah. as, far, as far as human habitation. Yes, yeah. there are some beautiful ecosystems out there, um, but e- ecology aside- uh, yeah, there's no reason why we can't have solar farms. Yeah, just um, dump one of them every hundred acres South or so, thousand acres. Yeah, far out. But yeah, it's apparently the the Andrews government, the Victorian government, is aiming for forty percent of the state's electricity from renewable energy by 2025. So five mm-hmm. years from now, and then fifty percent by 2030. 
So, do you imagine, what do you see the end of your life? Where do you think, you know, assuming you live for another 20 years, 30 years, where do you think Australia is- I'll take that. (laughs) Where do you think Australia is going to end up? In terms of, um, um, oh, you know, look, renewable energy. Where do I like? want it to be? Yeah. Or where do I think it will be? be? And the think it will be won't be technology related. It will be politics related. Mm-hmm. Um, if we still have the current government that we've got for the next five years- It'll be the same. Um, nothing will change <laughs> yeah. because they are so tied into um, coal, oil and gas yeah. uh, money. Uh, that aside- uh, and we're not going to turn off coal bur- you know, burning power stations tomorrow. We're not going to stop burning gas. We're not going to stop using oil uh, tomorrow. But that aside, if we actually put money and time and effort into creating these sort of enterprises, uh, then we we should be uh, completely renewable energy or at least non-carbon burning energy um, within 20 years. Yeah. Uh, and this sort of step is the first thing because people always say, oh, solar energy is all very well and wind energy is all very well, but what happens at night and what happens when the wind's not blowing? Mm. And that's is you need battery storage. And the thing is that the only way you're ever going to get better at doing this is by doing it. Yep. And that was the thing that Elon Musk took It's not a good risk. argument. Don't bother trying because yeah. it's not 100% of a solution. Yeah. It's, not, it's not better <laughs> than what we currently have yeah. uh, now. Uh, well, that's what Elon Musk did. You know, he, he had two ambitions. One was to go to Mars. Yeah. And whether he does that or not doesn't matter. Um, but the second one was he just, he just wanted better battery storage. Well, he needs that and in so, order to sustain life on Mars, yeah, I believe. Yeah. So that's a big part of it. It is interesting. And I know. So he, he started creating electric cars. He didn't yeah. create electric cars because he wanted to create electric cars. Well, this is something I wanted to mention. He to solve the battery storage yeah. process. All and of having his smaller, like that. better batteries was required for cars. So, yep. yeah, all right, now I have a reason to do it. And it's the most successful car company in the world. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's, we're in this- Which is still yet to make a profit, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think he started making a profit in the United States now, but uh, worldwide, good. maybe not. But yeah. but again, he doesn't care yeah. um, because he will make a profit in the end. And the challenge we have with, you know, we've sort of skipped over into electric cars, but uh, electric cars are in a place like Australia are always going to be argued against yeah. because of convenience uh, that- People are going to want- If I want to drive from, you know, here to Sydney, mm-hmm. then I'm going to have to stop halfway. For, Multiple times and I know, have to wait. And I'm going to have to wait. Now, if you're in a Tesla, um, you only have to stop for 20 minutes, full recharge at a Tesla power station. Yeah. Uh, so, you'll stop once halfway and then you're done. You'll, you'll make it. If you buy one of the new Hyundais, you're going to probably have to stop, I think, at six hours, full recharge on that from a normal 240 volt. Now, you can't just plug into a Tesla one at the moment because mm. they're incompatible. So, there's that sort of thing. But what we need to do is is have a whole lot of those cars being pushed and pushed and pushed and subsidised so that we can create an industry around them in Australia rather than importing them. And I, I was looking at it today. Hyundai have just come out with two new electric cars. And, yeah, we've had Hyundais for several generations of them. And I was looking As in at today. Dad's bought them with mum. Mum and Dad have bought Dad. Hyundai's yeah, for exactly. probably the last three. The last three cars, of their cars. that, that Mum has had are, hatchbacks. Uh, in, uh, yeah, little nice little know, hatchbacks. hatchback Hyundai hatchbacks. Uh, great little cars. Uh, they make a really good car. Yeah, um, and they just come out with. I think they now have three uh, electric cars, a hybrid car, and a rechargeable hybrid. So you can 
actually just instead of having to run it uh, on petrol to recharge, you can just put you know an ordinary two forty volts into it. Mm-hmm. Um, if we just went straight electricity, effectively replace the car we currently have. If we went for the diesel version that we currently have, we could buy it for twenty five thousand dollars. If we wanted to buy the equivalent one in uh, electric car, it's about seventy thousand dollars. Now you're going to pay two and a half times the price just to have an electric car and for less functionality, right? For less, well, it'll be about the same functionality because they, you know, yeah, they've got a range now. The top end um, are, are pretty good. Big challenge we have with that though is, and I, I'm all for buying electric cars. If I could buy an electric car for just a run around sort of car, um, as I'd, in to use locally I'd buy it short tomorrow distances. if I could get one for fifty percent more, but yeah. not. 250% more. Yeah. Um, but the problem we have in Australia is that that's not solving one bit of our carbon, you know, you, you know based fuel usage because where's the electricity coming from for me to charge my <laughs> car? It's coming from coal, yeah. which is worse than running diesel engine. It's yeah. far less efficient charging an electric car from a coal-based power station um, than just using a diesel engine to drive the car. So, especially if you bought that but, car secondhand, and that's where we absolutely have to have these you know, things. It shouldn't. The Australian government should be just saying we'll just take all tax off, import yeah. tax off those electric cars. Yeah. So all of a sudden that car is going to cost instead of seventy thousand, it might cost me fifty thousand, and then I'm going to maybe not. Yeah. But there'll be plenty more people who will bite that and go into it, or if they subsidised it and just said the first. 50,000 of those cars that we get into Australia, the government will pay 50% of it mm. because we want to encourage industries around those those things. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And well, and this is whereas the, we've, this been is subsidizing, issue, right? we've been subsidising f- you know, petroleum-burning cars in this country for 100 years. Yeah. And nobody thinks twice about it because it was a manufacturing industry and we wanted to do it. If we subsidise the cars coming into the country in order to set up an industry in Australia to support them, forget, we don't need to manufacture those cars, but we need to be able to support those cars. So have you know, more solar energy around, more power stations, more this, more that. It'll work. But uh, anyway, end of rant on um, yeah. uh, electric cars. The problem but, is, though, uh, that it's too politicised, right? And this is the sort of broader story with climate change and global warming. It's just, uh, it's, and game theory. Right. I think most countries, most uh, governments are kind of playing the sit and wait and see what's going to happen and wait till the 11th hour when things get really bad. And then it's kind of like, all right, now we need to bite the bullet mm. or or they're hoping that the bigger countries kind of toe the line and deal with it for them. And, the, you know, Australia is only one percent of the world's emissions. What do we, you know, have yeah, to do well, with it? What, what can we change? One percent. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. But what we can change is by setting up industries that we can then export those to other countries, so that yeah. we can. So if we can export that technology, particularly where we are, back into Southeast Asia and East Asia, where we've got the world's biggest car manufacturers now, other than Tesla, yeah, are all in Korea, Japan, and China, yeah. Um, if we can be pushing our technology into those car manufacturing things, making them cheaper and easier to use, uh, then that's a trade thing for us. And if we can also, the same things, a lot of those companies are manufacturing cars in Indonesia and Malaysia. We can help them out too. So it's not just, oh, we can save our 1%, but we can push our technology out into those countries. That's a huge thing. 
It's a bit politically myopic, right? It's all about us, 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 us. Yeah, and you, I think that's the- We we benefit when the rest of the world benefits yeah, and, and vice versa. Yeah, that whole versa. green economy thing came around, you know, 30, 40 years ago where people said we have to start investing in uh, environmentally sound technologies. And then the blue economy movement came around about 10 years ago saying yeah. let's look for alternatives- uh, and how can that, we reuse our how, own waste? Yeah, yeah, alternatives to reuse things rather yeah. than remanufacturing them. But I think there's now we're getting into this. What and you can pick another colour. Um, <laughs> you know, let, let's call it the gold economy. Yeah, um, where we're actually start we're investing in future technology that is going to be an export business for us, um, not exactly. as an individual in the country because you know, we're never going to be manufacturing cars in Australia again. It's too expensive. And it's too expensive. And why would we? Mm-hmm. Why would we be competing with Korea and China well, and, you know, and so on? We're but, in a position to but, educate people so that they can become incredible engineers yeah. or good at manufacturing uh-huh. and management or whatever it is that we exactly. can then export that. But if know, we're also able to you know, be the world leader or one of the world leaders in solar energy, mm-hmm. then we can start to have hybrid cars that have solar charging in them. That's ultimately what electric cars will look like. Yeah. And I hope I see those in my lifetime where we have efficient enough solar panels that if I drive around or have my car parked outside during the day, just my battery up. will be continually charged. Oh, well, you probably need what hydrogen as well. You might. Hybrid like that you where might. you can be like, well, yeah. you but can kick around burn anything, enough. Yeah. Uh, hydrogen, I'm still, you know- I'm a bit of an old cynic on that one because- <laughs> There's going to be a lot of bombs that's on the road. New, yeah, that's new technology <laughs> yeah. that is- old mm-hmm. you know, people have been burning hydrogen for decades and the trouble is that hydrogen explodes yeah uh, but anyway that's another story all right guys well thanks for joining us and we'll see you next time thanks all righty you mob thank you so much for listening to or watching this episode of the goss if you would like to watch the video if you're currently listening to it and not watching it you can do so on the aussie english TV channel on YouTube. This is different from the main channel. You'll be able to subscribe to that. Just search Aussie English TV on YouTube. And if you're watching this and not listening to it, you can check this episode out also on the Aussie English podcast, which you can find via my free Aussie English podcast application on both Android and iPhone. You can download that for free or you can find it via any other good podcast uh, app that you've got on your phone, Spotify, podcasts from iTunes, Stitcher, whatever it is. I'm your host, Pete. Thank you so much for joining me. I hope you have a ripper of a day and I will see you next time. Peace.